What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. It is Box Score Breakdown, football presentation this Wednesday, the 16th of December 2020. A lot of media hype has come around the condition of some of the players in this, the shortest off-season we have had uh, in the history. Luca come under scrutiny and he even admitted that he was a little bit unfit. Doesn't look terribly well. I wouldn't say he's fat, but he looked a little bit unfit. Uh, and, and played well, played a significant amount of minutes. On the flip side, James Harden rocked up. He spent some time in Atlanta and Vegas in the offseason. He said he was up there training. Training for what? A hot dog eating marathon? Come on, mate. If I was any team thinking about training for Harden, I certainly wouldn't, and I'd be considering you know, putting them on the table until he got himself fit. You look at, at Gordon Haywood. He got injured today. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But before we all do that, I will introduce my guest with the um, beautiful dulcet tones. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Jolly of Sydney. I am on Twitter at the Harlander23. Mr. Jolly, hello. Hello. After that, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Shout out to Brendan O. Robinson who said you should stop commenting on my beautiful tones. Um, you can call me a good-looking bloke if you like, but you're not allowed to say I've got a great voice apparently because <laughs> that's weird. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, so. Sorry, Brendan. I won't do it again. That's it. No more. Jolly's got a really nice deep voice. I'll, uh, I'll let it go. Jesus, you gave up pretty fast there, mate. You gave up very quickly. <laughs> I'm not going to fight it. Now, I, I am a man of the people. I will give them what they want. We are presented by Hoopball, and uh, Hoopball is a great website. We love all the content, but they need to keep the lights on. So every year we sell a little bit of stuff. This year it's the best deal in fantasy, and it is here at Hoopball, and it's called the Fantasy Pass. It's just $4.99 a month, and it gets you the entire draft guide, the Brewski 150, a DFS pass, and you'll find out a bit more about that DFS pass coming up uh, tomorrow's show. We'll tell you more about that soon. And all the in-season fantasy tools, it's nuts. It is just $4.99, all that stuff. Cook yourself dinner tonight inside instead of ordering. You can uh, afford that fantasy pass for the entire year, and I do believe Discord may or may not be up and running for premium subscribers as well. So please do go and check it out. Head to hoop-ball.com. Click on the fantasy pass ad just below the main media wall. Mr. Jolly, how are you feeling today? Tottenham lost to Liverpool 2-1. Did you enjoy being in the uh, top of the league while it lasted? Yes, uh, apologies for this gratuitous uh, soccer or football reference for those who don't like the sport. I'm a massive Tottenham fan and we've been on top of the league for the longest period since 1961. This morning we almost beat Liverpool, but we lost again and it was shattering. Shout out. Well, that's also a Brendan shout out because he's a bloody Liverpool fan. Liverpool is dominating. Let's move on to the basketball. Quick. Why not? So just uh, to let everyone know, tomorrow, Santino and Mike, who run our DFS content at Hoopball, they'll be on the show with Mr. J while I'm uh, out of the loop for the day, but that's okay. So it'll be interesting. I wonder what uh, bits of nuggets they'll be giving us, Mr. J. Well, I think we'll definitely talk to them a little bit about DFS because we know a lot of people who are into fantasy and into the NBA are interested in DFS. And, and we might even ask them how what's relevant between following and playing DFS and how can it help you in your regular fantasy as well. I think anything that can, without you know taking too much time away from other important things you do in your life, anything that can help focus your attention on what's going on on a day-to-day basis can give you an advantage. And I think at times... You know, that can be hard to do when if you do DFS, that gets you focusing on lasering in on what's going on on a day to day basis. Why not? 
So we're going to talk about Gordon Haywood's injury in a bit more detail a bit later on. But first, let's hit one of the pre-early sort of season narratives, minutes and depths charts. So, Mr. J, one thing we always have to factor into fantasy is opportunity. Tell us your view on that. What did we see today uh, from the preseason games that hammered home that point the most? Well, a couple of things. You know, Maybe I'll start with the general answer and then get into the specifics from today. Generally speaking... There are obviously different types of players need different amounts of minutes to be to be relevant. So, a guy, for example, like Chris Boucher, Chris Boucher, as my Aussie mate calls him, Chris Boucher, Chris Boucher, the water boy. I mean, he doesn't need you know twenty six or twenty eight minutes to be relevant as a late round pick. Maybe twenty two or twenty four because of he just fills up the box with his the rebounds and the steals and blocks and things like that um you know in shorter minutes whereas on the other hand Baines he needs the 26 minutes um to have, get enough time to to get those shots off another example i guess is say at the lakers um when you think of people like Dennis Schroeder is he going to get enough minutes Jeff Teague Lou Will those kind of people DeAndre Hunter is another one these guys they need their points um, and, and you know, points and threes, most of those guys. So they need the shots. Um, today, it was Isaac Okoro who showing maybe that he can have some value without being in those really top minutes. He got 26 minutes today, and I think we'll look at his box in a moment in detail. He looks like one who potentially, one of two or three rookies maybe that are, that are coming out and showing up, not two or three rookies not named Lamello or Wiseman um, or, or Hayes, who might have value and part of the reason is because he's, he's filling up multiple boxes. The other one, which we'll come back to shortly is uh, Patrick Williams or Pat will and Otto Porter jr. That's an interesting one to look at where today it was Otto getting less minutes. It was like 26, 22 split at small forward for the bulls. Now uh, let's get on to the box score. Speaking of Okoro and the Cavs, they got knocked over by the Knicks, 93 to 100. Weirdly, the Cavs were 50% from three on 26 shots, but only 40% overall. A putrid 20 out of 56 or 36% from two in the territory. Who was responsible for that? Uh, a few people actually, obviously when it's that bad. Uh, Thon Maker popped out out of absolute no, nowhere and he didn't make anything. He was one for six. Uh, well, I, wonder, I don't know if he's going to have much value. The other person was was Garland, obviously, and he, I think what his shooting was pretty bad. I think it was four for 13 from the field. His box, If am I allowed to do a box score read here? You or? can do a box score. Go, go for it. Anyway, let's see if I can match you. Uh, Garland, 13, one and five assists, one steal, and he had a plus minus of, 20 how about that mind you he was four for 13 from the field which is only 30 percent wow that's that's kind of interesting so if we look at cleveland and their pg so obviously garland looks like he is the man at this point they've got uh exum shooting guard i guess more than a point guard but can play the point they've also got uh, colin sexton who's currently injured what's going to happen here with the point guard position, and is there any value for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Mr. J? I think there is potentially, but it's not one that you do with great confidence. I think Sexton is obviously the guy to grab, um, you know, in that 9, 10, 11 range. If he's there, I don't think I would go earlier than that for him. Some people do. But, uh, you know, eighth round at the earliest, ninth, tenth round. Garland is like a last-round guy. Okoro um, is a last-round guy if you want to take a punt. But it's not... I don't think you would be expecting amazing production, unlike the next person we're going to talk about. Oh, actually, are we going to talk about Okoro first before we talk well, about... You, you know, mentioned Okoro. Like, a team high, 30 minutes, 10 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals, two for three from deep. Whoosh! Yeah, well, look, can we say it again? He looks like one of only a few rookies that are worth taking uh, towards the end of the draft if you haven't got those other three. And we'll come back to that later in the show, I'm sure. And Drummond, 18 points, 14 rebounds, uh, five assists. There's more, you know, there's some more munch than crunch there, Mr. J. Yes, uh, Cookie Monster reference was that, mate. <laughs> he is the Cookie Monster, Andre Dom- Drummond. He he scoops up rebounds like the Cookie Monster scoops up cookies because I'll tell you what, 18, 14, and five. Uh, I've got to say that out loud again. I'm feeling more confident about grabbing him 
if Gobert is gone in the third round and I haven't got a dominant center, I've done some done some drafts where I've got like Steph and then Kyrie in round one and two, or like somebody like Booker late and then another guard. Uh, and then in the third round, if I'm later in the third round, I might try and grab, you know, if Vooch is gone, I would grab Gobert. I've lent away from Drummond, but there's, look, there's some risk still there, but you just can't argue with 18 and 14. So speaking of uh, dominant big men, and I don't know if he's dominant, but for the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson, danger, danger, Mitch Robinson, 31 minutes, a double-double, 13 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, five from seven for the field for 71% and four massive blocks. Yeah, well, that is something to get really excited about. If uh, there wasn't Hayward's injury going on, that's almost worth the cover of today's episode because that's potential league-winning upside right there. Uh, 71% from the field, as you said, the blocks are there. Last season, despite getting absolutely screwed around by his coach in a really big way and having a lot of red categories, his block value, uh, 2.30. The season before, it was 327 which the season before he was 47th, last season he was ranked 51. The field goal percentage, he really in, improved last season up to 2.29. If he can get those blocks back above three, then he's a top 45 player um, with upside and particularly very much that one category upside. So getting him in the 40 to 60 range, depending on how frisky you're feeling, uh, it's worth a gamble. I don't have him. I sort of lean towards getting Miles Turner instead because I'm hoping that Turner can hit threes and get me similar amounts of blocks. But uh, yeah, that's that's look. You can't argue with four blocks. Does Nalens Noel play a part in this? If he wasn't injured and played in today's game, I dare say Mitch Robinson probably doesn't play thirty-two minutes. That's a fair point. Uh, that'll be interesting to see as well. And I think you got me back right there, mate, because I, I didn't notice that Noel was not there today. Um, look, even in 24, let's see, let's have a look. How many minutes did he play? When he had 3.2 blocks in 18-19, he was only playing 20.6 minutes. Last season, 2.3 blocks. That was good enough. This got him ranked 51. And... Uh, he was playing, what is it, 23 minutes. So he doesn't need 32 minutes to have top 50 value. So Julius Randle, 18 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block, 70% from the field in 28 minutes. Yeah, well, this is another one. I feel like I might grab him somewhere this weekend. I don't have any Knicks. I think I'm sort of allergic to Knicks. Uh, Shout out to my mate Eli. We'll get another shout out at the end of the show today to make up for missing him so far. I'll give you two shout-outs, Eli. Shout-out to my mate Eli, who's a Knicks fan, and uh, I don't have any Knicks because I'm kind of allergic to the Knicks. I just feel like they might stink up my team. But uh, Randall, yeah, he's another one that looks like he might have value this season. The field goal percentage was good, 28 minutes. Their coach is going to try and play to win, probably a bit stupidly, and uh, he's looking good value again. I don't know how many years it lasts for, but... uh, you know, last season, though, when you look at the numbers, his rank was 140 because his three-throw percentage is bad and his turnovers are bad. If you factor that out, and he doesn't get steals or blocks either. So it's all going to be about rebounds and points with him. The season before, he was 79th. So it's nothing amazing. Don't go out and spend, you know, sixth or seventh round draft capital on him like some people do. Um, but then again, that's probably why I don't have him because someone's grabbing him in the sixth or the seventh round and I'm looking at these numbers and going, he's just not worth that. RJ Barrett, 16 points, six rebounds, two assists, but more importantly, this was because the worst aspect of fantasy normally, six from 12 from the field and three from three from the line today. If I ask you to guess what his rank was on Basketball Monster last season, for last season as an, an overall rank, what number would you choose for RJ Barrett? Hmm. Somewhere in the 150s. How about double that? 300. He was 139 with a with a Z score value of minus 0.7. And the reason is his three throw percentage, minus 0.23 Z score, his uh, field goal percentage, 
minus 1.49 Z score. There's high volume, terrible categories. Now, look at it today. Uh, three for three from the line, six for 12 from the field. So if he could turn that around, given the volume, like if you if you punt, if you turn off those two categories and have a look um, at other, other categories are just okay. So he still has to improve those. But as a late round flyer, last round, maybe, maybe. I just got to pause for a second, talk about mybookie.ag, and I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet of up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money over the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, if you didn't get on that, what are you doing? Seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lining deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they are capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in these thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests they have up for offer every single week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. Yes, get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the casino tables, the slots, the card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up at mybookie.ag. And when you do, use the promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. Terms are simple. You put in 200 and they'll match you with another 100 in your account. If you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's a winning season at my bookie. So come on, join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Now, look, we've got a game number two to have a look at. And I think there's another rookie we're going to talk about very, very soon. Chicago, they played and won against the Thunder, 124 to 103. Their offense seems to have clicked a little bit under Billy Donovan. And Patrick Williams is that rookie we're going to talk about. 26 minutes 13.7 rebounds, two blocks, one three. Mr. J, Patrick Williams got the start. This is a really interesting one because if this split stayed like this and Williams plays 26 minutes and Otto Porter plays 22, it's relevant because Williams potentially has value and Otto probably does not. 22 minutes. I mean, he's a MacGyver type, isn't he? I've talked about on previous shows about how much I like those MacGyvers, your Rocos and your... McCall Bridges type guys um, who, who fill up lots of different kinds of box score. Marcus Smart. Um, so, yeah, mate, Otto needs more than 22 minutes to be relevant. I'm, I was trying in my brain there to find a way to say, because I love Otto Porter and I'd love it to work out for him. A, well, a reality six man, pretty good, probably not so good for fantasy. Yeah, I mean, in real life, good. In fantasy, probably not. And Kobe White, 27 points, five rebounds, three assists uh, and one steal, five from eight from deep, 11 uh, from 17 from field goal. Mr. J, Kobe White. Yeah, well, you're probably going to kill me later because one of the trades, I'm going to run some trades by you and have you evaluate them. I just traded away Kobe White today and then he goes off 11 for 17. Last season, his rank was uh, 228th, but he, the preseason at the moment, he's ranked 19th. He's ranked 19th right now. Let's just repeat that. 19th in the NBA right now. And I just traded him away. (laughs) Mate, you've got yourself a fantasy legend potentially on the Bulls. Aren't you excited? I sound more excited than you. Um, only because I'm looking at the next name, Lowry Marketing, four from 15, 26.7. I'm feeling G League. Whoa, 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 whoa. Step Whoa, steady on. Put the brakes on. G, <laughs> G League, G whiz. No, put those pitchforks away. That is very, <laughs> a very early call on Lowry Marketing. Although last season, 
he ranked 103rd because um, his field goal percentage was awful. He was minus 0.93 Z score and he doesn't get assists. He doesn't get steals. He doesn't get blocks. Um, his rebounds are just like completely neutral, like a zero. So where is his value? It's in three pointers and he didn't hit enough of those. Season before, he was ranked 40th. Uh, I think in his rookie season, he was ranked 66th. So, yeah, it got better in season two and then last season was terrible. Today was putrid. What, what was it we say? Ranker than septic. Uh, this is a big season for him. If he finishes, you know, outside the top 100 in fantasy, it means in real life the thing that has value for him, his shooting, has not been good. And, yeah, I, I think it's a bit early to talk about the G League, but that it's not looking good. As a Bulls fan, by the trade deadline, if he's not improved and remarkably improved from that, he won't be on the Bulls. Yeah, well, I think you'll find suitors for him because, you know, big men that can stretch the floor, theoretically, I think there'd be someone willing to give him a second chance. It's an interesting one. It's hard to trade people when they're not playing very well, isn't it? Especially people who are young and have upside because teams probably don't want to get rid of them unless they're contending. So... My suspicion is he'll be on the Bulls next season, even if he's not that great this season. And Daniel Gafford with a huge poster. I don't want to say it, but a Wendell Carter Jr. backup? Why don't you want to say that? That's good news for the Bulls, isn't it? Having having a guy with hops like he's got and uh, he seems to be have some interesting potential as a rebounder and as a shot blocker and, yeah, I think, He's somebody in Dynasty. I've got him in a couple of Dynasty leagues. So Daniel Gafford, if he, he he's another example. He needs only 20 minutes to have value in 12 team because he's going to get a crap ton of – I almost said a bad word. He's going to get a crap ton of blocks and rebounds for you if he has enough minutes. And the other team on the other side of that game, 103, the OKC Thunder, Al Horford. Uh, 15 minutes, 15.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal, six from 10 from the field, two from four from deep. Mr. J? Well, shout out to his sister. I think you're one of those people who thought that was his wife, didn't you? Defending, yeah, I did. Defending him on Twitter. Um, she says, what did she say today? I thought I was done with Philly Trolls. I know I'm hard to quit, but please just leave me the freak alone. Um, obviously <laughs> she was, um, she was posting his halftime score and saying, you know, like, have a look at Al, you know, look at those numbers. Cause I mean, if you, if you extrapolate that over 30 minutes, that's 30, 14, two, two, um, 12 for 20 from the field, two for four from deep. We know that they don't have any other centers. So unless they are just outrageously tanking or he gets a little bit hurt and they decide to rest any niggles, you know, in head-to-head, good old players on bad teams are dangerous because you don't know what's going to happen next season in, in April, May or whatever it is this, you know. Normally it would be March into the beginning of April, but this season in, in mostly in April when the, the playoffs are going to be happening in fantasy – April and into sort of early, early mid-May. By the way, that's a good note for commissioners to have a look at that. And I think the date to make sure your playoffs are done by is some, is either May 2nd or May 9th at the latest. Um, don't go any longer than that. Maybe even the last week of April, depending on how averse you are to that end of season nonsense. Just a couple of other points uh, to the box score. Uh, SGA, 18 minutes, 12 points, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. Shot 50% from the floor. Darius Baisley, who seems to be shooting up as a bit of a trendy late-round pick. Uh, 18 minutes, seven points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal. 60% from the floor. Dort got the start, 18 minutes, and got a donut in the points. Shot zero from seven from the field. Two rebounds, two assists, one steal. Even if you've got him in Dynasty, palm him off. I wouldn't worry about it. And Theo Maladin, who we might talk about a little bit later in the rookies. I don't mind this kid. 30 minutes, 11 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, 33.3%, including two from deep. Let's go to our next game, and that is Portland 95. Got down by the Denver Nuggets. 126. Let's start with Portland uh, and Nurk 
played 19, almost 20 minutes, seven points, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals, uh, 30% from the floor, tried to shoot a couple of threes and got nothing, Uh, minus 12 in the uh, plus minus. Your thoughts on Nurk, mate? Well, last season per game, because he only played at the end of the season, this is more like the bubble. He was the eighth-ranked player in the bubble. Uh, and the, the rebounds, uh, the blocks, steals as well were all either very good or elite categories. Um, the only thing he doesn't really do is, is hit three-pointers. He's a really great player, and I'm very happy to have him like early in the second round and take a risk. The problem is just going to be the minutes. Uh, how many minutes is he going to get? So the season before last, which we want him to do better than this, if you're taking him early in the third round, he ranked 37th, and that was in 27.4 minutes per game. So if he if they take it easy with him and he doesn't get to that 28 minutes, he's going to have to improve somewhere. He's going to have to hit some threes um, because threes are a big negative for him, or he's going to have to get his blocks back up. Like in the bubble, he had 2.39 blocks, but he played 32 minutes a game there. Now... I think you were, we were talking off air about uh, you were listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, I think, and where they were where they were saying who was it that was on the podcast? Was it the guy from um, Mavs? Cuban. What was Cuban saying again? Oh, the, tra- the okay. So the bubble, yeah. So performances in the bubble were extremely good and outrageous, and he thinks a lot of that is contributed to um, sleeping in the same bed every night, not having to travel. Um, great for your, um, you know, recuperation and recovery uh, every day, as opposed to what travel takes out of you. And so the NBA has looked at you know back to backs and and in the same city and and things like that to try and reduce that problem of you know having to travel instead of recovering right and now we come back to Nurkic how many minutes is he going to play what's he where is what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gonna, where is he going to hit through the season? So he, if he gets to 28, then he's going to have to improve in a couple of categories. I feel a bit sort of nervous now about taking him instead of um, Nick Vucevic. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Vespers because he would have taken Vooch. Uh, we've got Enos Cantor and Harry Giles to have a bit of a chat about. Let's keep it to the Portland big men. Cantor in almost 24 minutes, 14 points, four rebounds, to assist, shot 75% from the floor, 100 from the line, and a minus 16 in the plus minus. Harry Giles today only played 12 minutes, two points, four rebounds, one assist, 25% from the floor, on a minus 14 in the plus minus. Mr. J, is if they picked up Giles, then they might be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, so, yeah, well, I mean, I think I mentioned on one of the previous shows that we saw Giles already on the waiver wire. Um, someone had picked him up and then dropped him the very next day when they thought felt better of it. He's probably not going to have value unless one of Cantor or Nurk are injured. I mean, not probably. He definitely is not. And Cantor might not have any value either himself because he needs to get 26 minutes to have value. I mean, he had 18-19, he had 25 minutes a game and he was ranked 111th. The season before that in New York, where he had higher usage in the minutes, he was 26 minutes a game, he ranked 50th. He's been in the top uh, 100 twice. I think it was 93rd in his first season in OKC. But uh, as a backup, no, I, I don't think Kant has any value. I wouldn't take him in a draft at all. And Camilo Anthony in 20 minutes, 14 points, two rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block, 41%. From the floor, two from deep in uh, out of five, so 40% there. 
uh, in a minus seven plus minus. Mello looks like his defensive stats are trending the right way. Yeah, so Mello's an interesting one. He's he's never been positive in blocks or steals. Uh, if you look at the last five seasons anyway, they're all red. The last time that he was a top 60 player was 2016-17 in New York uh, where he had ridiculous usage. I think it was 28.9 or something. Last season, his usage was 21. And in 32 minutes a game, he's still ranked 124th. But if he does turn up the defense and he starts getting blocks and steals, then uh, when last season, 0.8 steals and 0.5 blocks. His field goal percentage is bad. It's 43%. And that's a Z score of minus 0.88. So he really does hurt you there. Mellow is a waiver wire maybe maybe last round. I've got him in a league where I've got an injuries and I've had to grab him to cover for injuries. That's about his value, I think. And for the Denver Nuggets, Paul Millsap, 26 minutes, 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, 60% from the floor, two threes, 50% from deep and 100 from the line in a plus 14. Is Millsap still got value for an old man? I think he does. I think he's our old man value guy because, you know, they got rid of Plumley and so now and they've got rid of Grant as well. Millsap is a sneaky old man squad guy late in the draft for sure. And a definite lock first round pick, the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Twenty-five minutes, twelve points, eleven rebounds, double double, almost a triple double with eight assists, two blocks, fifty-seven percent from the floor, two from two from deep. He also got 100% on the line, the Joker. I'd almost be tempted to just lock him in first round early on before some of these others who they're taking early. Yeah, well, he looks in shape, doesn't he? So he's a very safe mid-first round pick. Harden doesn't look in shape. Joker looks in shape. That's a fair summary. Yeah, one of them's been eating hot dogs and plotting in the club the other one i think he probably turned down some of his mum's uh i wonder if he didn't go home or stay as long back in europe in the vacation shout out to my buddy nick a croatian fellow friend of mine and you know getting fed up by his mum's food in the uh, summer he always used to come back to korea when we lived there together a bit overweight <laughs> so yeah look all about joker i reckon i'll grab him somewhere if i get sixth or seventh pick on the weekend and Bol Bol in five minutes, 10.6 rebounds and one assist, 57% from the floor and one from deep. Bol Bol's kind of interesting. I know people are picking him up a bit late. I PC him. I like collecting cards and he's one of them. Bol Bol, Mr. J, something quick on uh, the big man. Dynasty, uh, that's it. Pretty Look, another good example of somebody who doesn't need a heap of minutes to have value, but is he going to get 20 minutes there without injuries? Probably not. Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror. I'll guarantee you you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. I know they do with me. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean shaven pubes. Manscaped, forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. It provides a proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM uh, powered motor and a 360-degree rotary dual blade system. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. And what do we say, Jolly, if you're using it 90 minutes on one go? You must be a hairy bastard. (laughs) You've got a big schnoz. That's what I think we try and say. Uh, So, look, you'll get a replacement blade every three months as well, just in time to keep your weed whacking nice and tidy. 
It's time to upgrade the Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs in our holes looking nice. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code HOOPBALL. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. So our final game for today, we've got the Lakers 112 knocking over the Suns 107. We saw AD, we saw LeBron hitting the court, but THT, he was on the court 25 minutes that kid got. Uh, and in that 25 minutes, 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, 63% from the floor. Uh, missed his only two shots from deep, but 100% from the line. Uh, but no Caruso, no KCP today. Mr. J, he's putting a case forward, being very hard to be left out and given some fairly decent minutes. Okay, my next quiz for you. So what is his rank in the preseason so far? What number is he amongst all players, all players, all positions? I'm going to say four. Whoa! <laughs> almost right. He was his third. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. That was close. Yeah. So elite points, rebounds, the steals are off the charts as well. The field goal percentage is, is really good and the free throw percentage is elite. So we can see that if he has minutes, he very possibly has value. The question is just going to be minutes. Like you said, no Caruso, no KCP today. One to grab in Dynasty, 150% grab him in Dynasty. As for uh, redraft, shout out to my mate, White Chocolate, David Ralph, who grabbed him in our competitive cash league. Uh, all I can say is good luck. He probably needs, like he's he's playing 34, what is it, 34 minutes a game at the moment. Is that right? Thirty. It looks like that. Yeah, 34 minutes. And that was, that's been his average in the preseason. So he's not going to get that. He's probably going to get something more like 20 if he's lucky. So Dennis Schroeder uh, today played, started at point guard and had less minutes than THT. Seven points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, 50% from the floor, didn't attempt one from deep, shot one from four from the line. Ugh, Mr. J, Dennis Schroeder. Sell, 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 which is what I did today. Sell Dennis Schroeder. He's he's not going to get near what he did last season. Is DHT a Dennis Schroeder away from stardom? Um, well, maybe, but that's that's not going to happen either. Schroeder's a very important real life piece for the Lakers, obviously. Uh, but but short answer to that is yes, yes. If he plays twenty eight minutes a night, it looks really good. And Marcus Soule had a, another run today. Probably has very little value. Big rebounds, uh, maybe a few assists. Twenty-one minutes, three points, eight rebounds, two assists. Only shot twenty percent from the floor. Got one out of two from deep. Uh, anything you want to add about Marcus Soule? I think just what you said. Again, he's a guy that people sort of seem to draft just on his name, but he's not going to have the opportunity, and he's shot shy. So. Without the shots, uh, he doesn't have value, probably except as a rebounds streamer and maybe rebounds and assists big man streamer. And the Suns, let's look at that side of the ball. DeAndre Ayton, not someone we've spoken about too often. Uh, He played 24 minutes, 21 points, nine rebounds, one assist, four steals, 80%, eight from 10 from the floor, five from five from the line. DeAndre Ayton. Big man, second, third round. He's looking kind of good. Four steals for a big guy. Yeah, well, last season with a big minus in steals, like Z score point uh, minus 0.85, and he's only getting 0.7 per game. His blocks were okay at 1.5 a game, but uh, the other category sort of kills him is three-pointers. If he hits a couple of three-pointers, and free throw percentage was bad, if his free throw percentage gets up, like what was it last season? 
uh, 0.546. If he can, uh, sorry, what am I talking about? 0.753 free throw percentage. So if he can get that free throw percentage up to 78 or 79%, um, what was he five for five for today? Yeah, he's looking pretty amazing. And Jalen Smith, the rookie, 26 minutes, five points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. He only shot 16% uh, field goal, zero, uh, zero from five from deep, 50% from the line. Uh, he got some pretty big minutes and sort of stacked some defensive stuff, Mr. J, but his shooting was, ugh. You want to talk about Renka from Septic, that one, ugh. Yeah, well, uh, Ranker than Zepting, 16% for sure. Look, uh, this is another one preseason. We need to see next week what happens when they start playing. If he can get 26 minutes, he's very uh, interesting potentially. He's not going to shoot 16% every time he plays, but will he get 26 minutes or not? That's what we have to look at. So, look, we'll talk about the rookies again in just a minute. A couple of injuries as well, but before I do... I've got a fun one for you. Free stuff, in fact, and everybody loves free stuff. And what is it? The bruise letter. It's back. Oh, yes, it's back and fresh for the 2021 NBA season. Our founder, Aaron Brewski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else, not on the website, not on a podcast, not on social media. It's only in the email newsletter. You can sign up and get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021. Bruise letter as in B-R-E-W-S letter 2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y slash bruise letter 2021. Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. Now, a couple of topics that we're going to talk about, injuries and rookies. Gordon Haywood, he's done his hand. It's uh, probably the biggest fantasy topic today. Another injury to Gordon Haywood. What does that mean for his fantasy value in remaining drafts? Uh, what do you think, Mr. J? Yeah, well, I did a poll on this. Shout out to the guys who are in our Facebook group. Uh, and if you're not, you can contact us on Twitter. Send us a um, tag us or send us a DM on Twitter. My DMs are open at Mr. Jolly of Sydney. Scotty, are your DMs open? They are at the Harlander 23. So, yeah, if you'd like to be part of our Facebook group where we're doing discussions and things related to the show and other fantasy topics, then please, yeah, ping us on Twitter and we can add you there. Or you you can find me, Mr. Jolly, if you type in jollyaron3 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook if you want to go that way. Um, So we did a poll and we found that uh, the majority of people would now only take Haywood in the eighth or ninth round uh, some people said they wouldn't draft him at all. And a few people said 10th round or after. Nobody said in the 6th or 7th round or the 5th or 4th round. So he's been going in the 5th, 6th or 7th round quite a bit. And now he's dropped back 8th or ninth and later. So this is this is desperate for his value in drafts, but even more desperate for people who drafted him, um, hoping for him to have a huge season. So speaking of our Facebook group, uh, shout out to Zane Enders who put on how we're we feeling about Haywood, and I think we just sort of answered that. Uh, he was looking at getting him. He thinks it's only a bit of a minor hookup. Gave up two later pick players in Jeff Teague and Serge Barker for Haywood, and then he was thinking getting uh, Darius Baisley or Killian Hayes from the waiver wire into cover. Uh, obviously, there must be an IR slot thing going on there. What do you think of that trade, Mr. J? I quite like the idea, depending on the context of gambling on people whose value drops because of an injury and then people just undervalue them ridiculously. But I think it's dangerous to give up guys with 12-team value to get a guy who might not have any value. Like last season, Haywood missed so many games in head-to-head leagues. That's just going to be brutal. So dangerous one, mate. It's a wash because – the players he mentioned on the wire are okay. And if you've got a relatively deep wire where, you know, maybe some guys in your league are not using it at all, you can take risks like this. Look, I think if it's not Steph Curry bad like last season, then, and Haywood comes back in the, you know, two weeks in, I think he's got some decent value there. 
There's no doubt he does. But the question is, is he going to only take two weeks? I read up a bit. Shout out to my mate Michael Hussey, who provided a bit of background on this injury. It's something where, like, apparently, like all this in the fracture, all the skin kind of shears away, and you can kind of see inside your finger and stuff. It sounds pretty brutal. And yeah, it's an alluvial fracture or something. It's a grotesque. Search it up on Google. If you look into the details, I'll check it out later. Yeah, it's it's make sure you're not eating dinner. It is grotesque. And so the question is, how long is he going to be out? And it's just now, it's a pattern. It's he's just cursed. So uh, a guy on Twitter, uh, I was having a bit of a chat to, shout out to at Matt underscore Berg. He was talking to uh, the Pond Father and asked about uh, a dynasty all-rookie draft that he had, a segment that would take four seconds according to the Pond Father because Dan doesn't play rookies. We all know that. So I sort of jumped in and had a bit of a chat with him and said, "What well, you know, there's, there's plenty out there. He then told me that uh, he got... Edwards, uh, sorry, Edwards fell to seven. He didn't get him. Someone else did. He then got Okoro from the Cavs at nine. And Paddy Williams somehow all the way from four in the real life draft to 14. Uh, What do you think of the rookies, not just Dynasty, but what about a last round pickup in Dynasty, a roll of the dice, Mr. J? Yeah, well, uh, I think... Sounds great. That trade sounds great because it just ties into – did another poll in the Facebook group and shout out to Pedro, who was on the first episode of the, the pod that we that we did, uh, who said, grab Patrick Williams, maybe a Coro, and just watch the rest. Uh, and I wrote down, I'm going to grab me some Pat Will then. So this guy sounds like he's done very well for himself. So, Mr. J, you've got three trades today. I'm going to sit as judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, I like to. You call me the anvil at times, and we'll get more to that just before we go. Uh, I'll give you my verdict in a sentence or less. So uh, shoot it. Show me. What what are these trades that you did? Okay, so the first trade uh, is in the 30-team Sim League we do, which has 17 categories. So it's quite a bit like real life. I got – I'm the Mavericks, and I got DeAndre Hunter – and I sent away Dennis Schroeder and a 2022 second round pick, which is likely to be about pick 50 to 60 unless something terrible happens to my team. Uh, I like it. I absolutely like it, only because I think Schroeder um, is in a bit of strife with the Lakers. I don't think his value is going to be great. Uh, And I think DeAndre Hunter's got an opportunity to really do some really well. Uh, if it was a redraft, I probably wouldn't love it so much. Uh, but for for a dynasty, absolutely, I, I think you did okay there. Wow. Okay, I was scared. Now I'm not so scared. Maybe this next one, especially because it's got balls in it, you're going to hurt me. So I traded away in a dynasty points league twelve team. I traded away uh, Brad Beal. And by the way, I'm in a win later build here. I traded away Brad Beal and. Kobe White, your man, to get Tatum. And I'm in a tank mode, by the way. So that's one of the reasons I was happy to get rid of Beal. <laughs> so, look, I, I I like Jason Tatum. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm as high as our mate who joined us, Stevie V, Stephen Vitovich, yesterday, who was all in on Tatum and MVP in the next couple of years. I think Westbrook is going to be the best thing for Brad Beal in a long time, and I think Kobe White showed today that if he and Zach Levine take over the Bulls and run this thing, that he can be a dynasty or just a fantasy superstar. I think you probably lost out on that one in the long term, which is what you're trying to do. You might be right. You might be right. But uh, we'll see what happens with Kobe White. Tatum, I like my team now because I've got Tatum and Trey Young. So I'll take take that. I'll take my chances with Tatum and Trey. Have you got a final one for us? I have. This is the really big one. And this is a shout-out again. I promised Eli two shout-outs. So shout-out to Eli Ross from, God, a crap ton of leagues that we played. This play is number together. three for him, mind you. Yes, yeah, so he um, he's the Atlanta Hawks. He received um, Drew Holiday, Zion Williamson, a second-round pick, and he sent away uh, first-round pick Sabonis and Capella. 
Uh, Eli, you got Zion Williamson and Drew Holiday. Mate, someone pay the fella already. He's won. After yesterday, and after yesterday, and Stephen putting it on the line for Tatum, I'm going to do it for Zion. Zion, my God, this guy is. People may well ask by the end of his career, who is LeBron? Ah, (laughs) look, Zion. If he hits his free throws like he did yesterday, then Eli wins this trade. But if he goes back to being a three-throw killer and he doesn't improve his defensive stats, then he probably lost it because I think the first-round pick there is possibly going to be a lottery pick as well. So, But uh, if he hits his three-throws, then he wins it. And just before we head out of here, uh, I said that Mr. J calls me the anvil sometimes. I am a commissioner. We co-commish in quite a few leagues, and I rule with a very hefty iron fist. Uh, So, look, we're happy to open up Commissioner Court. Hashtag Commissioner Court on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook. If you've got any Commissioner League type questions that you want adjudication on, I will rule. My rulings will be final, very much like Judge Judy. Uh, let us know. You can hit me up on Twitter at the Harlander 23 or just the hashtag Commissioner Court. That'll do. Uh, you can hit Mr. J up at Mr. Jolly of Sydney. Mr. J, that's it for me and you. What's happening tomorrow? Tomorrow, as you mentioned in the beginning, we've got Santino and Mike from the DFS show and the DFS content producers for Hoopball. It's going to be fantastic. Please tune in with me in the host role for the first time. Uh, well, you kind of did it the first time. Uh, the, the first app that we did, you, we shared it. Let's say that. Oh, that- anyway, so solo host for the first time. We'll see how that goes. Look, and seven games to cover in the box score. We are six days away from the season proper. How about that? This is the box score breakdown. G'day, mates. Thanks for joining us. I'm pretty happy about that one. We did all right today, Mr. J. Uh, I am at the Harlander 2-3. He is at Mr. Jolly of Sydney. We'll catch you soon. Thanks very much, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.